0: This episode is brought to you by my signature program, Play Cafe Academy, and my group coaching program, Playmaker Society. If you want to learn more about how you can become a member in either program, head to the show notes or episode description wherever you are listening. Not only do my programs give you the complete blueprint to get from daydream to opening day in your play-based business, it will also teach you how to operate profitably and live the life that you truly dreamed of when you decided to launch this business. So head to the show notes and I look forward to welcoming you inside of my programs. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, when you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. All right, Playmakers, so I know this week I said I was going to be tackling one of the most common questions I get from Playmakers Society members and other indoor playground owners, and that I would be sharing some tips about how we can create more inclusive play spaces for autistic kids and adults. Today's tip can actually be helpful for a wide variety of people people with PTSD, physical disabilities, people with anxiety and other mood disorders, or people who are just type A and like to plan ahead. And before we get into today's tip, just know while it is always a great idea to be inclusive for obvious reasons, I mean, we've already discussed so many times on this podcast how our business practices need to align with our own personal values and vice versa and how we really need to allow that to shine through and be clear for our customers, becoming more accommodating to all disabilities and all abilities and differences can make a big impact on profits too. It was recently estimated by the CDC that over 5.4 million adults in the United States, or 2.21% of all adults in the U.S. have autism spectrum disorder. The states with the greatest estimated number of adults and kids living with ASD included California, Texas, New York, and Florida, which I know many of us operate in. And similarly, the National Representative Survey suggests that about 1.5 million US kids have autism as well, and that 2.5% of all kids, or one in 40, Have autism spectrum disorder. So to put that in perspective, most indoor playgrounds serve between 25 and 200 ish kids per day. So chances are several people, whether they're kids or adults coming through your doors every single day are on the autism spectrum or are neurodivergent in other ways or have other differing abilities. So this stuff matters for both your humanity and compassion, but also for your bottom line. We already heard back in the episode where I spoke about food safety and safely accommodating families with food allergies, just how much a positive reputation amongst a group of people like families who have kids or parents on the spectrum can mean for your business. Stories of owners going above and beyond to go the extra mile for their customers can have major lasting effects and can make you the go-to spot for the thousands or millions of people who are affected by disabilities in your area. So do not tune these episodes out because like I said, a lot of these tips are great for people with disabilities or people who are just neurodivergent or just like to plan ahead or you know, that is true for today's tip, but a lot of these tips are very versatile and can help grow your business with different groups of people. And these tips I'm going to give this week are so simple and inexpensive to implement. We now know more about autism and other disabilities than we ever have. So ignorance is just not an excuse anymore to not be accommodating. And while I am not an expert on autism, nor am I an occupational therapist or anything like that, a lot of you guys know that my amazing and sweet five-year-old son is on the autism spectrum. So these tips have all tested true for both my own family and in my experience as an indoor play owner who really did try my best to lead from example and be as inclusive as possible. I can't tell you how many times I was so thrilled and excited to visit an indoor play center only to have our trip really tainted by a less than stellar experience, one that could have easily been prevented or turned around quickly had the owner taken some time to learn about how they can better accommodate disabilities above and beyond the standards we are legally required to. So that's my goal with these episodes, to allow you to grow your business, but also to allow children to thrive and flourish and be able to enjoy play spaces happily amongst their peers of differing abilities, and to give their parents who are already overworked and overstressed the reprieve of a fun afternoon filled with the simple pleasure of play. And by the way, speaking of experts, one of our next guest expert trainings exclusively available to Playmaker Society members is an expert in accommodating autism and other disabilities, so stay tuned for that if you are a Playmaker Society member. And if you are not a member, you can join the most supportive and uplifting community for indoor play owners out there, which also happens to feature the most thorough and comprehensive set of resources, templates, and trainings to help you run your business more profitably and with a whole lot more joy. The links to join are in the show notes. And the last thing before I share today's tip and kick off this mini series of episodes is that I would love to do more episodes just like these. So if you or someone you know has a tip that will help other indoor playground owners better serve our diverse communities, please get in touch with me via email or Instagram and let me know. I would love to share your tips or find an expert to do so with this podcast community that I have curated here. All right, so that introduction may have just been longer than today's tip, but that's okay. I felt like it was really important to squeeze that all in here. So, As I said, today's tip is all about setting a family's visit up for success before they even enter your building. And as I alluded to in the introduction, this tip will be appreciated by many more people than just those on the spectrum or who have children on the spectrum. So your play of the day today is to create a true video tour on your website of your space. From start to finish, and I don't just mean a glimpse of what they can expect from your space. I mean a step-by-step walkthrough of what it's like to park at your facility, which door customers enter through, if strollers are allowed in, where customers check in and what that process will look like. If there's anything parents need to do or anything they can do or fill out or register for before arrival to make that process quicker or a lot more smooth. Where they pay, what payment methods are accepted, if there are any snacks or food items or Toys around that can be possible triggers for tantrum. So parents can better prepare, right? I know we can't prepare for every scenario, but I can't tell you how many times we went to check into a play area and didn't even get to pay or play because there were just so many distractions around and we had a complete meltdown because the play area is usually clearly visible from the check-in counter. And Sometimes the visit is ruined before it even starts. So just allowing parents to mentally prepare and bring any items that might help speed this process up or distract the kids as they're going through this process, because a lot of times the waivers and things like that can be a little complicated. I'm telling you, it will be so appreciated and it will cause a lot less noise, a lot less tantrums, a lot less screaming, and it's going to benefit everybody. You can also show where the bathrooms are and if they are equipped with changing tables that accommodate larger children who may be above normal potty training age due to their disability. If there are paper towels or loud hand dryers in the bathroom. I know for us personally, I will literally sometimes or actually almost all the time I'll call ahead to restaurants and play spaces and ask this question so I can prepare in advance or bring a pull-up or stop somewhere on the way to have my son use the restroom because nothing can send our day into a tailspin faster than a super loud bathroom or my son having an accident. Your tour should show if there are any quiet corners or rooms or sensory toys available if they're somewhere for parents to nurse or pump if needed, if shoes need to be removed and where those go, what children who are in wheelchairs or leg braces or who wear other special shoes who can't remove them can do so they can also play. Like for example, if there are shoe covers or wheelchair wipes that can be requested upon check in what each part of the play area looks like, if there are any places where certain ages can't go or structures they shouldn't access, if you allow parents to play alongside their child, if you close the play area at any time for cleaning and at what time so parents can be prepared, And you can replicate this same video tour process for birthday parties so parents can, again, know what to expect if their child gets invited. When food is served, what is served, when the play area is closed, if presents are visible, and if they'll be opened. If a loud birthday song will be played, or if candles will be lit, and when. Things like that. These small bits of knowledge presented in a video format or Walkthrough through style can really honestly be the difference maker between if a parent like myself feels comfortable sending their child to a party or not, or between me booking a party for myself for my own kids or not, and rinse and repeat the same process for classes, events, everything like that. You can start doing this tour process with one area like open play and then expand from there. And these don't need to be fancy. I film all the tours that I share on YouTube with my cell phone, and I edit them in just a few minutes using the free version of iMovie. So this can literally be absolutely free to you for implement. It's just going to take a small amount of your time. Or you can have your team do it. And no, by the way, I do not or did not have any iMovie training. I just watched a quick quick, uh, couple YouTube videos about how to splice a few clips together and how to make them transition nicely and how to remove the sound if I needed to. And if you need to see an example of what a quote unquote tour looks like, my YouTube channel is linked in the show notes and I have an entire playlist of tours. So again, go check those out. This is the age of information. So Again, ignorance or lack of technical knowledge is not an excuse I'm going to buy anymore. And I am going to be harder on my playmaker society members especially who tend to blame lack of tech skills or knowledge on not implementing these tips from now on. So, if that's you, just know that I see you and I'm here to help you, but You also need to step up and take accountability for implementing these steps and growing your business and living true to your values. I personally would embed these video tours on a simple landing page on your website and call it video tours or space walkthroughs and let people know it's there by displaying it on your main menu, share it on social media, and share it with anyone that calls and asks and put it on your frequently asked question page. And trust me, people will begin spreading the word quickly about this extra step you're taking to help all parents be more prepared. And empowering your business with this tool is going to help your team quickly and easily field any questions that come in about your space or your processes. You can also send a link to this page Whenever someone books a party or registers for play, just to help them get ready for their visit. There are very simple ways you can ensure every family feels fully confident before ever pulling into your space. And hey, this will certainly also help prevent and address negative reviews because again, the whole ignorance is not an excuse street runs both ways. If you, as an owner, are doing your part to prepare customers for exactly what to expect every step of the way, that will really go a long way and should really resonate. You can get all these done and up this week. I know you can do it, and I believe in you. And please feel free to share them with me. And if you're in Playmaker Society, please feel free to post your tours for accountability as well and to inspire others. And if you are in Playmaker Society and need any help with this or have any questions, you already know where to find me. And again, if you're not a member, you can join us at any time using the link in the show notes. If you have any tips or suggestions that you think would fit in this or another series, please get in touch. Have a great day, Playmakers. Again, your play of the day is to create video tours of step-by-step walking through your customers, through your processes, for every single service that you offer. Again, I believe in you. I know you can do this. And I know your customers of all abilities are going to deeply appreciate this. I know I would if I was your customer. All right, have a great day. And I will be back with another tip tomorrow. Bye, Playmakers.